Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. The latest edition of the People in Places Extra podcast takes us to Wilson, North Carolina and Casita Brewing Company. Hello, everyone. I'm Ken Watlington. Thanks for joining me on this latest episode of our Brew to You tour for our People in Places segment, which you can watch every Thursday at 5 o'clock on WNCT 9 News. If you haven't seen the People in Places features, especially the one I recently did on Casita, you can go online after you listen to the podcast to WNCT.com. Click on the On Your Side tab. There you'll find the People in Places page. Today, though, we're talking Casita Brewing Company, owned by a husband and wife team of Ryan Wittermerithew and Mahalia Breen. Mahalia being a native of Wilson, where the brewery currently resides. But their story goes back, oh, about 15 years or so. Ryan's career in beer started in Farmville back in 2007 when he was working at Duck Rabbit Craft Brewery. And it was during that time, just a few months later, that he met Mahalia. They actually met by chance at Christie's Europub one night in Greenville. They've been together just about ever since. They lived in eastern North Carolina for three years and then ended up moving to Europe as Ryan worked at several breweries in Europe. They ended up, though, back in the United States, but not in North Carolina at first. They went to New England. They moved to Vermont where Ryan worked at a different brewery, and it's there where Ryan and Mahalia started the Casita brand back in 2015. The journey, though, brought them back to eastern North Carolina in 2017 when they became a contract brewery out of Duck Rabbit. That means that they don't own a facility. They actually paid Duck Rabbit to use their equipment to brew and package their beer. But in 2020, the summer of 2020, they opened their own physical location for Casita, and it was in Mahalia's hometown of Wilson. A lot's changed over the years, as we found out when I sat down with Ryan and Mahalia. Last time I sat down with you guys, about four years ago, a little bit's changed since then, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, a whole lot has changed. <laughs> How do we get from contract brewing out of Duck Rabbit to this fantastic facility in your hometown? Well... Um, we kind of had our eye on the space for a while and had our eye on Wilson as a location to open up a brewery. So during the pandemic, the owners um, felt really motivated to um, do something different. And so we found ourselves in a good position to be able to get into the space. And we took advantage of that opportunity. Um, and in August of 2020, we got the doors open on this place right in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. We opened with no furniture that you could sit on in the tap room. Um, luckily, we have a big outdoor space. Um, and it's been a crazy roller coaster ride ever since then. For you, Ryan, brewing the beer, how has that changed now having this facility? It's been great, to be honest. Uh, this is a smaller system than what, what we use at Duck Rabbit, and it allows for more experimentation, flexibility. Uh, when we were brewing at Duck Rabbit, we only brewed two beers a month, where here we're probably, you know, making six different beers a month. So it allows us to do a lot of stuff that sometimes it's not feasible to make huge batches of certain types of beer, but 10 barrels isn't that much. So it really lets us do whatever we want to now. Let's you experiment a little more. Yep. And if something goes wrong, well... It's yeah. not as it's not as large disastrous. Yeah. 
back then I met you guys also at, at Duck Rabbit and and you were loading up a truck to deliver stuff all across the state. Are you guys still doing that? Oh yeah, yeah. We have uh, one of our bartenders also does sales and deliveries for us. So he does he does probably the lion shares of deliveries. But uh, after I finish talking to you today, I'm loading up the van and driving out <laughs> to do some more myself. So back then it was just you two. Yeah. Now you have a staff. What's that like? Um, well, I would say that's been one of our biggest adjustments is having a staff and managing a staff because. Um, you know, it went from two people to 17 very quickly, and so it, it's been a big adjustment for us, but we love our team. We have some really great, um, talented people that work here, and we're so grateful for their help because we definitely could not run this uh, business by ourselves. Yeah, we've been very lucky in that a lot of the people that work for us, uh, they approached us about jobs simply because they liked what we were doing here already or they liked the beer or something like that. There's the majority of our staff, this is their like second job. They just do a couple days a week. What's the response been like here in Wilson? Uh, that was the scary part about opening the spot was we were not sure what the spots would be because there was a brewery here and we knew how much beer they sold and it didn't seem if we sold that much beer we weren't gonna be in a good spot but the response has been great the town's like really uh, been extremely supportive to us the entire time we've been here we've we've got a pretty core group of customers that come out a few times a week you know on the weekends we get tons of people that are coming to see Wilson now and it's been really good and the whole downtown's starting to really develop around that too I feel like for us, what we have is a good mixture of being an event stick, an event space, and also being a craft brewery. So we get a good mix of customers who come here because they're they really love the beer, and we have a good mix of customers who come here just because they really love enjoying being in the space. Yeah, and we try to accommodate that by, you know, programming the spaces. She's very good at that. She's always trying to program stuff to be going on here. Food trucks. Trivia, concerts, stuff for kids, just try to be an all ages, very welcoming spot for people. Talking about the food trucks, I follow you guys on social media and every day of the week you post some food trucks coming, I'm like, I want that. <laughs> like, I'm sure you get those types of folks who may not necessarily be craft beer lovers, but they love food, so they come out, they get the food, and then, oh yeah, I, this craft beer is pretty good too. Yeah, I feel like Wilson, you know, if you look at the Facebook analytics, is not a town in which a lot of people self-identify as craft beer drinkers. Versus if you look in the triangle, you might find over 250,000 people in that area that self-identify as craft beer drinkers. And Wilson, when we started doing targeted advertising, there was, you know, less than a thousand people, probably more like 200 people that would self-identify as craft beer drinkers. So for us, it's a challenge to get people to come to the space to just see what we have to offer. And I think we've definitely won some people over. I think so, for sure. There's we, I know of numerous people who come here all the time now that they had said when they started coming here, like, I didn't really even drink beer, or I didn't know beer could be like this, or things of that nature. or. A lot of it has just been convincing people to come back downtown because for a long time downtown Wilson was a no-go for a lot of people. But now that you know we're open, there's restaurants opening down here, there's other things starting to develop down here to, to make it a spot for people to come to. 
And there's a lot to do in Wilson. We did a story over at the North Carolina Baseball Museum a while back, the Wilson Tobbs, you know, that's a great family environment. There's really, you could come to Casita and do a whole bunch of other things and make a day of it if you're oh, not yeah. from Wilson. Oh yeah. yeah, this is a great place to do a day trip. You know, we have buses that run here. We have the train that can bring people into here. So there's a lot of different ways to get to Wilson and the bus station and the train station are walking distance from here. Yeah, we, we, when we had our beer festival, uh, we were really pushing people to, if they're coming from the Triangle, to look at the train because it's an hour train ride from, from Durham here and it's like seven bucks to get the train out. You don't have to worry about driving. It drops you off three blocks from the brewery. It's pretty great. <laughs> that is that is amazing. And if you don't take the train, as far as a drive goes, you're right off the freeway, I-95. You're halfway between Raleigh and Greenville. Yep. It's easy to get to Wilson yeah, from basically. pretty much anywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and... and also said we get a lot of people also traveling 95 going south and stuff and we're we're a good spot there also because once you pass that border from virginia north carolina it's pretty dead for a long time yeah. so a lot of people pull off to yeah. see this and then find us here yeah it takes less than 10 minutes to get from 95 to here and we are across the street from the Vala simpson whirligig park which is the greatest view i love looking at it every day it looks different every single day yeah we're pretty lucky the name Casita, uh, I believe you told me it means little house, little home. You guys aren't so little anymore, <laughs> but I guess the name's going to stick. Yeah, I don't, I don't, the name's not going to go away any, uh, anytime soon, but I, I, I still feel like that, 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 that same thing still exists for us, that little house. Mahalia works very hard to try to make, a, make everybody feel at home when they come here. And, you know, while our physical location has gotten a lot bigger and what we're doing and trying to do has gotten a lot bigger you know it's still very much driven you know while we might have 17 employees by two people doing a lot of stuff so it still it still feels like um the original casita that we started with in our hearts like ryan and i are still talking about beers every single day what we might like to brew what we're going to do I still do the label art, you know. We still very much have that homemade feeling to our brand and also, you know, it's still very based in our hearts and how we started. Are you still teaching school? I'm not teaching school no, anymore. She is, yeah. She is I, full this time is definitely here. full time. <laughs> this is a definitely a full time position, but um, I still try to be active in supporting the public school system because I feel like that's very important. And one of the things that having this physical location has allowed us to do is every month we partner with a different nonprofit organization in Wilson to help them fundraise and friend raise for the month. And it's been really, really cool to meet all these different people that work for all these different organizations that kind of create a blanket over our community and to be part of that, you know, to use our business to help and to give back to the community. Local nonprofits are great because they all are trying to help their community that they're in be the best the community they can. Yeah, and you see once you meet with all the different people, like everybody's covering a section of the population so when you see it it like creates this nice quilt that covers everyone that's got to be special for you because this is where you grew up correct yes so it's very important to me as somebody who grew up in a wilson to be a part of seeing the community come together knitting the community a little tighter together 
and helping improve the community. Does it blow your mind how much things have changed? I mean, you guys have been all over the place, you know, in the Northeast, New England area, in Europe, uh, now back here in Wilson, you know, creating something. I mean, just the, the things you guys have been through, it's, it's pretty remarkable. I think the, the future for Wilson is looking very good. There's a lot of uh, people such as Mahalia who, who grew up here and want to see the Wilson takes the, the right steps towards towards becoming a place where people are very happy to live and bringing in a younger demographic to Wilson and stuff. And I think the investments are there and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing over the next few years how much Wilson changes. Yeah, and I feel like our travels have really helped inform our vision of what Wilson could be. Because, you know, when you go to different places, you see different things people are doing and different ways people are doing things. And you realize that we could have that here too. Yeah. You know, every good thing that exists in the world, we could have that here too. Just takes a little bit of effort. And, uh, it's a lot of a lot effort. Of, <laughs> a lot of effort. And just maybe some, some ideas, you yeah. know, just to bring it all together. Yeah, just giving the right ideas to the right people. You guys are open seven days a week. Yep. A lot of places don't do that. Why did you decide to, hey, we're, we're going to be here. Come on down anytime. I mean, we're here anyways. <laughs> no, um, Might as well make some money. <laughs> I think uh, being open seven days a week means you're there for anybody that wants to come in. They're, like, not everybody has a nine-to-five work schedule. There are people who get off work third shift, and them coming in at noon to have a beer is them having a beer before they're going home to, to go to bed or whatever. Or people have Mondays off, and you know you want to just be accessible to as many people as possible. And Mondays specifically, Sundays and Mondays in Wilson, there's not really a ton of stuff open. So we like to be open so that people traveling have or whatever have somewhere they can go. <laughs> so what's next? It's been almost two years since you opened in this spot. Is there any vision of, of the future of expansion or? changes to this specific location or or anything that might be down the road you want to share so we do have our eyes on opening a second location um just a tap room not a brewery just a tap room not a brewery yeah we definitely still continue all our production here but that is definitely one of our goals um hopefully within the next year to do any idea where or is it still TBD. TBD. Looking at the yeah. map we're still looking at the map. We, we've uh, reached out to some places um, and we're just trying to make sure that when we make the move, it's the absolute right move. <laughs> we, we like looking at places like what Wilson is, which is a, a smaller town that's a little underserved with with the beer. <laughs> Craft beer is growing, though, and, and yeah. people seek it out. So It's going to continue to grow yeah. just because... Uh, as, as people come of age in the drinking culture, what is available to them nowadays is gonna be craft or craft adjacent brands and stuff. And so they're just gonna grow up drinking it, seeing their family drink it. They're gonna be inundated with it. I think one of the cool things about here is that it really is like craft beer is becoming an intergenerational phenomenon. Like I love seeing parents coming in here with their children you know, that are 21 and over. <laughs> yes. yes. Of legal drinking. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, and, we have Capri and just, Suns. And, and just sitting down and having a beer together. Yeah, we also sell ice creams and stuff like that for the <laughs> underage kids. For the but underage I kids. love seeing that intergenerational interactions, like the grandparents, the parents, yeah. the older children, yep. you know, coming in and just sitting down having a beer together. 
it's amazing. I could come here by myself, have a beer, have a good time, maybe talk to someone I, I didn't know before, drink some good beer, or we could bring the whole family in here and, and have a good time. And that's what I think is great about these craft breweries. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're very welcoming environments for the most part, especially with the outdoor space that we have. I do want to say we have been working on this mural project for a long time. <laughs> and Since we, opening. We still need about 10,000 people to paint one spot on our mural. We so are we're trying, trying to break. You should tell them what the word mural project is. Yeah. So we're trying to break the Guinness World Record for the most different people to participate in a paint by numbers mural. So we have so far had about 5,000 people participate, but our goal is 14,000 to break the record. Um, but they need to be different people. So we need to try to get as many people out here to paint as possible. So if anybody- Every Saturday and Sunday. Every Saturday and Sunday, we've got somebody sitting out there with it. So if you have a chance to come see us at Casita, please come and see us and help us paint the mural. It is all ages. <laughs> it's free we to give you, participate. We give you a free paintbrush, everything. The entire wall outside in our beer garden is a giant mural that Mahalia painstakingly outlined and drew and numbered to make sure there was 15,000 squares out there for people to paint. Uh, and it's actually very fun to watch it slowly take shape as yeah. people are painting it's it. It's really cool when you look at it to know that every single spot and cell that's been painted in that mural is a different person. So you can come out and have a good time and maybe one day set a world record. Yeah, that's maybe one day. <laughs> So from a two-person operation to now a 17-person operation, a lot has changed with Casita Brewing Company, but just by listening to Ryan and Mahalia, at the core, Casita is much the same as it was when they started the place back in 2015 in Vermont, and much the same as it was when they were contract brewing in Pitt County starting back in 2017. If you'd like to see the video portion of this feature on Casita Brewing Company, go to WNCT.com, click on the On Your Side tab, and find the People and Places page. We're wrapping up our month-long Brew to You tour next month when we're shining a light on northeastern North Carolina. I'm headed to Elizabeth City, where there are now three breweries in the small coastal town, and they're really making an impact on that community. That's next time on the People and Places Extra podcast. I'm Ken Watlington.